0: Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Back it up, back it up. Let's dump this truck. Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And this week, we are doing I Think I Love My Wife from 2007, directed by Chris Rock and written by Chris Rock and his pal, Louis C.K. Hey,
1: hey, hey.
0: That wonderful person wonderful that guy what a guy that That, unfortunately
1: still very much exists yeah Um, somehow i'm trying to waste as little of my brain and heart and energy on thinking about or acknowledging his existence as possible
0: yeah, yeah. I think that that's. I think that's good. I yeah, think that that's. I think I've that that's written my angry
1: out. feelings out about him multiple times, and I've spoken them, and I feel like that's all I need to do. I will say
0: that, like, uh, finding out that Louis C.K. sucks was one of the biggest disappointments of my comedy life, at least. Not my real life. My life is full of so many different other disappointments. Oh, so
1: many. Uh, no, I but agree. But for my comedy life,
0: that really, it really hit. Like I was really upset
1: for a long time. I was really upset as well. That's the thing is it feels it almost felt like a breakup or like a moment in a relationship when you realize you never knew the person because yeah. I loved I really loved his comedy. I loved it. I was fully on the Louis bandwagon. Me I was, too. I'm not like there's a lot of times, especially with comedians uh where somebody is revealed to be a scumbag and I'm almost like finally everyone sees what I saw. Yeah. <laughs> but not at all with Louis. I fully believed him. Uh yeah. his thing. Uh I did I mean I think you and I and I think every comedian knew before the New York Times article. Oh yeah, no like, I I knew. I knew I, from known from from gawkers
0: from gawkers Gawker what yeah. really told me about it. Yeah Yeah,
1: like so I mean it was kind of like a slow grieving process of yeah. like knowing and like but The way that he's just doubled down on his shittiness and revealed himself to be just fully a piece of shit and predator. And there's absolutely no question. There's no there's no matter of like fucked up human willing to grow. It's just fucked up human that that sucks. Yeah, it sucks.
0: Uh, so yeah, I mean, Louis C.K. and Chris Rock did a lot of work together. Louis C.K. directed Pootie Tang. A lot of people don't know that for some reason, but Louis C.K. for a while was very, very down with black comedy and black comedians. And he's still, like, I've heard him walking around and being like, oh, well, black, remember that weird quote where he was like, oh, oh black, my gosh, black people will still stick with you. I don't know if that, what that means. I feel like black, when he, when he says black people, he means, like, Chris Rock. I feel like Chris yeah, Rock is still hanging out I, with him. I very
1: much read that as, like, he has a couple black male comic friends. Yeah. Which is very different than creating a monolith out of black people. Supporting oh, yeah, <laughs> because we
0: all. So, Chris Rock is one of those... Comedians who, you know, moved into film but didn't just move into film, actually wanted to become a director, become a writer. And so, this is not his first film that he directed. The first film that he directed was Head of State with him and Bernie Mac, where he runs for president, which is a movie that I liked when I saw it, but that was 2003 and I would need to re watch it. I probably am because I love Bernie Mac, but. Uh, so he directed that he's directed an episode of everybody hates Chris. He directed a red hot chili peppers music video,
1: which is really funny, but kind of makes sense since Foo Fighters is like a big thing in this movie. Yeah. Foo Fighters is a very specific brand of like white festival music that, I mean, I was into, but it was just funny that it was such a thing. It this was movie. A thing.
0: Yeah. He directed, if you're wondering which Red Hot Chili Peppers um, video he directed, it was for Hump De Bump, which is a song that I know, which is weird. I thought it would be just like an obscure one, but no, it's a one, that's a song that I know. I used to listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers things Things about me.
1: Oh, I mean, so did I. Um, no one's surprised, but. He
0: also, he also directed Top 5, which I don't think, I think Top 5 is too good to be on the podcast. It just like i have Which, isu- like i
1: have issues with top 5 but right. but, but, it's not, but it's not it's not bad romance podcast level no and and it's like that's good for him i feel like with any director it's good if they have movies we can't cover <laughs> uh, yeah no that's a win <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so so this is so this was the second directorial effort Uh, it very much seems so like in terms of, in terms of like his work, it really has progressed. I think the top five is the best movie that he's directed by a long shot. I think it's his most assured vision as a director. Whereas like, I think I love my wife feels to me kind of like, uh, there's this movie that he made with Julie Delpy called, um, two days in New York. I think it was like a a sequel to two days in Paris. And it was like them together and there was a lot of weird stuff where like he was talking to a cardboard cutout of Obama during it. Like a lot of like weird stuff, like <laughs> kind of like a melding of like, oh, European I remember that and American stuff.
1: I yeah, think I, I love remember. My, I remember that.
0: I think I love my wife is based on a French movie called um, called um, Love in the Afternoon. And it very much seems like it's based on a French movie, whereas the story that it's telling would probably be more palatable in French than in its current form.
1: Yes, I agree. The cultural translation comes out fairly sloppy um, in all of the ways. It's it's just like, I mean, the concept is very um, basic and... Present in media spe- Specifically a lot of comedy A lot of stand-up comedy A lot of male Male, stand-up straight up comedy. Stand-up comedy Like I would say I was gonna say like In the 90s But I'm like No, it's no, still, it's still now. No, it's, it's still here It's very much like a A straight male comedian Who like Wants a wife But then resents it um, Like wants the comfort Of family life But then like Creates a whole persona Making fun of it Kind of thing That's That's very much the uh, wheelhouse that this movie falls into,
0: and you know that's the life it's, that he used to live. He he lived in when he got rich. He moved to New Jersey with his wife and their kids, and you know that was the life. So I feel like very much this is like him responding to that life. And I mean full disclosure, him and his wife are not together anymore it turns
1: out yeah they div- um, they divorced uh about almost three years ago and he's talked about it in his recent stand-up and he's been very clear about the fact that he it's his fault he's been clear about the fact that he cheated he's been clear about the fact that he took her for granted and that he thought he could get away with stuff because he's famous so i mean i do i do i am glad that he's open about that and he doesn't make her he doesn't point anything on her that's not on her yeah he's also been very defensive about people leaving her alone and giving her and the kids privacy but it is it makes it very meta that this was made in the middle of a marriage that was uh deteriorating that, that was falling apart yeah. yeah
0: yeah and i uh this is uh you know we've got we've got chris rock we've got we've got gina torres yes you know Honestly, Gina Torres, can we just take a moment to talk about, <laughs> to appreciate the beauty, the majesty, the talent, the everything of Gina Torres? And then, honestly, having to watch her play this role really annoyed me because I'm just like, excuse me, this is Gina Torres. What the fuck?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's such a babe, she's a fantastic actress. Um, I've never experienced her in a negative way. Never. Um, like, and wonderful. she did great in this movie. Like, she's she great really in this did. movie.
0: She's also too good for this movie. But oh, yes, yes,
1: <laughs> no, she's absolutely too good for this movie. I mean, I honestly think Chris Rock is too good for this movie, and that's also what's annoying. Yeah, it's very <laughs> you know, <sighs> is it's it's like I feel like there's points in the voiceover where it's like. He's basically saying, yeah, I know this is bullshit, but, like, whatever. This and I'm very, just like, why I then?
0: That, okay. um, This is, like, an idea. Because, you know... Like as a black person in media, like when when like I was studying film, like when I was just getting into film, there were all these like, you know, white European movies and and white indie movies that I was really into and I would imagine myself in those movies sometimes. And like I've grown up and I don't really do that anymore, and I kind of just think of my own shit and I don't really try to position myself towards whiteness or against whiteness or have this obsession with it. I think I love my wife seems to me like a very much like a you watched some old movies starring white people and you thought, wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be subversive if I was the white guy in this movie? But the thing is, is that, those white guys are uncool and there's no reason to be them in a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like you're
1: actually way cooler. Like I don't know any old white guy that wouldn't rather be Chris Rock. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, you know, this is
0: this this whole, like I'm a straight laced businessman and I'm not getting laid thing. Like this is, this is white shit. Like I just don't, Yeah. yeah. I don't understand why we're doing this. This is so annoying. Um, and, like, the beginning really, really hits this home because the cinematography is gorgeous, especially in the opening. And it's just showing his beautiful home, his beautiful children. Like, there's even a picture, there's even, like, a scene with just, like, a rubber ducky that looks gorgeous. Yeah, the,
1: the movie is really pretty. Yeah, and I'm just like, this... I was surprised
0: by that. This is your home, This is your wife. These are your children. Your children are beautiful. Your wife is beautiful. Your home is beautiful. What are you talking about? You should just be laying in the middle of your house. Like, I can't believe that this shit is mine. You should
1: be that guy on Instagram who's, like, posting gratitude things about his family that's, like, a little overbearing, but you also kind of love it, you know? (laughs) Like, that, that guy who's just, like, so grateful, like, to be that guy. Like, what? I mean, and yet, or, or have an internal struggle that's something actually real, because that's the thing is this whole movie is kind of predicated on this, not, it's not a seven year itch, but that's the basic thing. It's like the seven year itch, the midlife crisis, you know, the boredom in the marriage, but there's nothing actually happening. There's nothing there's, deep. There's no fight with him and there's his wife. Nothing. There's, there's nothing. no disconnect with them. It's only about sex. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that sex doesn't matter. It certainly does. But it just, there's nothing else connected to it. And so it just feels like, to me, I'm just like, why don't you actually talk to her about what she wants instead of making fun of what underwear she wears? Right. Like, if we're going to be talking about tension,
0: or, you know, you have to give us tension. But what we're introduced to is him trying to fuck and her being annoyed. Now, now, any I feel like the average man would be like, oh, he wants sex and she doesn't. But here we are, two average women here to yes. tell you that it's that she does want sex. He's probably just annoying her in some way.
1: <laughs> yeah. And she's probably... And when she says she's tired, she probably is. because She's he's, fucking tired, because man. Not, because not... Because even in equitable homes, uh, statistically, she's going to be doing a lot more housework. She's going to be doing a lot more for the kids. She also has a job. So... So, yeah, she's going to be really tired. And if he wants to have sex, maybe he should pitch in so she's less tired. Or just ask her what she wants and listen to her in other areas because sex is also, within a relationship, sex is also connected to the rest of it, you know? Yeah, and the thing Um, is is that
0: she mentions in, in the movie, she's like, I go to work and then I come home and then I take care of the kids and then I take care of you. Like, she's tired. And you know what? Like, sometimes when, like, Kyle wants to have sex and I don't want to have sex. And I'll be like, I'm tired. He'll just be like, can I just eat you out? And I'm just like, I can just lie here.
1: Yeah. Fucking fantastic. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's no, a that's, move! that's incredible. That is a move.
0: That's like, I don't understand why. Yeah, he's like
1: <laughs> yeah no, exactly. Yeah. I've never had. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. AJ's never like, oh, you're tired. Oh, fuck you. He's like, okay, well is there something you know, that I can we'll do we'll do a sexy thing or like I'll let you rest and then next time we'll do a sexy thing you know yeah. like it's it's not that complicated or, like, like, you you know, if you or actually, like can I
0: masturbate and just like look at your boob yeah, or something like, there's so <laughs> many
1: ways that you can work with that and it's not weird and hard and like we are much younger than the characters in the movie so, so and it's not that hard to figure out like I don't know it's it's just very um, it feels like a very elementary view of uh, sexual relationships and relationships in general To just be like I want sex now Oh no oh, I can't have it Okay really? there's like, like there's a- so many Like things in between You saying I want sex now And sex happening That you could do Or not do Or like talk about
0: There's like a, this, this movie reminded me Of this This um, Mike Judge's worst movie, um, Extract, which I don't know if we'll ever do it on the podcast or not, but there's this thing where, like, Jason Bateman is trying to, like, fuck Kristen Wiig, I believe, and he's just like, oh, no, if I don't come home fast enough, she's going to she's gonna put on the sweatpants. And then there's just like, dramatic scene where he comes home, like, a minute late,
1: and then she's okay. tying the sweatpants. That's also, like, a funny thing to me because that's <laughs> such a trope. Uh, okay, so it's funny because there's these... Um, kind of dueling tropes In like sh- I'm just gonna call it Straight male media <laughs> Yeah Straight male media <laughs> uh, Where there's the one That's like I love the woman With no makeup and her sweatpants That's hot Like you know Just like be yourself And then there's The other one That's like Oh no She's wearing underwear That's not hot Oh yeah Oh and my god
0: The big underwear thing In this movie Was so it's annoying It's so weird And like, Especially like After watching Bridget Jones And then like Watching like Hugh Grant being like Oh those giant panties are pretty sexy. Like, it's like... (laughs) Yeah.
1: If somebody wants to have sex with you, they really don't care what underwear you wear. That doesn't mean that there isn't underwear that's, like, extra cute. But, like, I've never had someone... I've had sex with people when I was on my period, when I had like oh yeah, that Me too. nasty ass underwear and they're just like, let's go, you know? Yeah. It's, it's not, if they <laughs> want to have sex with you, that's not really the thing. Like now, if you're having a night that you plan that's supposed to be super sexy, that's fun. You know, that's great. And it's um, also just but like... It's just weird how it's this thing. I'm like, if you really want to have sex that bad, you would not care what underwear she's wearing. Like, that's weird. Yeah, it's and, weird. And it's also... It's also, yeah, and again, there's that other trope on the other side of, like, you know, women with no makeup, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh,
0: yeah, so And, sexy. like,
1: and that thing of, I think every woman has experienced, like, when you're walking down the street in your pajamas and you get catcalled, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's just funny to me, this contradiction. Um, and in this movie, it's it's he's contradicting himself because he's talking about wanting to have sex and loving his wife and all this stuff. But then he's mad at her for what underwear she wears. And I'm like, if you really want her to wear a specific pair of sexy underwear, the best thing to do is to make her feel sexy. And you're not doing that by making fun of what she's doing.
0: Yeah, it's a, there's a part where he's trying to get her to wear this like really sexy underwear. And here's the thing as a person who like my like my my area down there can be very fraught sometimes. She probably wears that big cotton underwear. To protect her people. Oh, no, that was
1: my thought, too. My thought was like, <laughs> sorry, y'all, this is where we're going. The, the um, mesh thing that he no, was trying my, to give her? my thought was like most, lot of, I'm not going to say most, a lot of uh, people with vaginas get, uh, it's very sensitive down there, and you can get infections just from wearing irritating material. Yeah. Just people the, really don't understand this. A lot of cis men really don't understand this. Um Like, it's really not, it doesn't matter how clean you are, how healthy you eat. Like, if you're not wearing the right kind of underwear, that can fuck up your shit. So my take was, like, this woman's had kids, which changes your hormones and all of that as well. Um, it changes your pH. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing underwear that is breathable. And that's probably honestly for her vaginal health. And I realize it's not what people come to this podcast for, but you're not. Yeah. Right now. Like she, that's so that was my take was I was like, I will wear I will wear a sexy underwear, but I don't wear it every day oh, because no. I would have an infection all the time. And I right. I also have a very sensitive thing. If I know I'm doing something where it's like that is part of it, yes, but it it could not be my everyday wear because I would Have an infection, and most women would. And in these movies, there's always this like trope of a woman who always has that. And I'm like, that's a woman who put it off 20 minutes before the date. Oh, yeah. I know she's taking it off as soon as she gets home. She's working as a dancer as part of it. You know, that is very different than being able to wear that all the time.
0: Yeah. I just. I just need to, yeah,
1: because that was a thing that was on my mind as well. No, it's, no, exactly. (laughs) Like,
0: when I run out of underwear, the last thing that's in my drawer is thongs, and that's because those are the ones that are most likely to cause, like, and so I'll be wearing them cautiously wearing my thongs. Like, when am I going to go wash this?
1: Yeah, no, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And so, it's, so, to me, it was, like, extra frustrating that that was, like, the main trope he kept coming back to was, like, she wears big underwear and I want her to wear sexy underwear. And it was, like, Okay. Uh are you wearing sexy underwear? The, <laughs> like, like what are you like, doing? What, like you're probably wearing boxers and you oh, expect yeah. her to wear like like crocheted lace on her bitch. You know what I love? Like like <laughs> you know, like are you like if you wore crocheted lace on your penis every day, you would get some weird shit going on. Oh like. terrible.
0: Terrible. I love that scene when he when he goes into um I don't know what, what the place is Saks. I think he goes into Saks. Oh my and gosh. And we've got um we've got uh the The star, uh, Christina Vidal, the star of the short-lived Nickelodeon show, Taina. So happy to see Taina whenever... Whenever she's around And we've got um, Eliza Coop I think is how You say her name And she's from Happy Endings And she's also From previous episode Naked The one with Marlon Wayne Oh she's, yes She's in that Oh man um, Yes she is uh, So It's just these two women That I honestly wish Were in more of the movie Because they're so fun They're <laughs>
1: great They're so fun <laughs> like And they're, they're just like
0: Trying to get him To
1: put on this green shirt That he looks really he good does. in He does Like They're not just <laughs> Gassing him up He looks great In that light like, green shirt I was like okay Chris Rock Why aren't you wearing More I colors know, like this Right Like this I was really like He looks like really, really good looks great Like your um, eyes are popping This is great Yeah This is a look
0: That's the thing Like I kind of wish That a lot of the movie Was like him hanging out With those women And those women being like Well here's what you gotta do You know what do. I actually
1: Want this to be <laughs> Chris Rock getting a uh, Queer eyed <laughs> Yes <Yeah! laughs> Replace this movie with Chris Rock on the Queer Eye. <laughs> That's actually what I want.
0: Oh my god, yeah, because it's just like, I, you know, so much of this movie is him just like staring at women and like imagining things about them and it's just like all of this is just a stand-up bit and it's just also really creepy because you're looking at these women for such long periods oh, yes. of time. Yes, like there's
1: vo- a voiceover section where he's talking about like how he hasn't had sex with his wife and he wants to have sex sex and it makes it so hard for him because there's so many beautiful women and then there's like a voiceover and a close-up of different women and it's like fixating on certain body parts it's like her lips are so nice but if we were married eight years I bet she wouldn't want to look at me or like she has such a nice smile but if we were married I bet we would drive each other crazy or like she has like an amazing ass. I don't think... I, I think he focuses on faces there, because they probably knew there'd be backlash, but, like, I mean, the camera focuses on their bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so, like... It creeps me out, because I'm supposed to, as the viewer, empathize with him being frustrated he hasn't had sex, which, A, assumes, again, that women aren't ever sexually frustrated, which is just patently false, since we are, like, more likely f- sexually frustrated. Um, but also... As having been a women woman in the world who is gawked at by creepy people, regardless of how good I feel about myself that day. It was also just like gross, (laughs) like like we're supposed to look at these women through his eyes. I don't want to.
0: Yeah, it's like they're they're not—they're not there to
1: piss you off. They're there to live their life. Yeah, it's like you're projecting so so much of your sexual frustration on them, and that's a real problem that puts women in violent danger. And I just
0: don't do that to men. Like I don't even think about men like that.
1: No, like (laughs) when I'm—if I'm like really like I'm thirsty and I'm like in a mood or whatever, and I'm like drunk. Like sometimes I'll see a cute guy And I'll be like oh wow. But I, d- I don't like hate him
0: but Yeah no <laughs> You it's know like, like I'm
1: not like I, like I might like objectify a guy in my mind a little But it's definitely not on the level of these voiceovers No
0: it's wild And I also <clears> like as a person who is also attracted to women Like the last thing I want to do is objectify them Like that's right. just not Because you thing. have empathy
1: Yeah like, So you're <laughs> like So even if you're like oh she's hot You're not like oh she's hot There was hair. one time her. <laughs>
0: Where I was just like staring at a woman's ass Walking up the subway stairs And I just felt like so such garbage
1: like she doesn't know because you're like like, staring at her ass right right because you're like you're living like the side of being a woman but also you're like but i am attracted so yeah like yeah yeah,
0: it's yeah so yeah there's so much of that like we don't have to talk about every moment that he does it because he does it for so much of the movie so much
1: of the movie is this voiceover and it's supposed to and the way that the voiceover is written is as if the movie is opening this world to people that they don't know like I mean, the movie is very much on a gender binary, like it's very much men, women, everyone's straight, and he's so uh, um, he's so
0: like aggressive, like the part where he's at dinner with his wife he's at dinner with his wife and um this actress that I've actually met named um god what was it because i was like i met her at a party so i feel bad being like oh yeah that actress like (laughs) i you know what i mean like i know it's like you you meet someone and you're you're just like like,
1: you're like you're a person you're a
0: person (laughs) now yeah cassandra freeman cassandra (laughs) freeman plays like their other married friend and they have her married to stephen a smith who like i don't know a lot about sports but i know that he's a sports commentator and watching him in this movie like mostly do nothing was so strange like why is he here yeah why? it was
1: really random i was also like really thrown off by the fact that wendell pierce was in this later oh my god i, I was I, like wow what a move we will get to that because that um, oh my god no, that's that's a that's a move um, um
0: so when we're so w- at this dinner scene when uh he gets like a waitress that has like big boobs and then he does a b- oh then, like,
1: my gosh he does like a republican lawmaker move he
0: Okay, the thing that he does in this scene is, like, that's a stand-up bit. Like, he keeps on doing stand-up bits, but in real life, and the, just expects people to, like, respond to him regularly. Like, he's talking to this man, and it's just like, no, oh, I don't want, like, big titties when I'm trying to have dinner. I'm here with my wife, and can you give me this old man? And, like, blah, he blah, blah, blah. I blah. come here to have
1: a nice dinner with my wife and our friends, and then these big titties are in my face, and I'm supposed to order. And <laughs> <laughs> the guy goes... He, our weight person, <laughs> which <laughs> I loved that response. <laughs> He's like, he just like fully, which like called out Chris Rock. Cause he had to be like, Yes Our waitress <laughs> Like he had to realize How he sounded um, It was so wild Because the fact that That man had a
0: conversation With him at all Is wild Because I can't imagine Like anyone having The kind of time It's like you're gonna Come over here And monologue to me Because this waitress Has boobs that are Bigger than your wife It was also wife's.
1: wild Because it, and he's like Is this Hooters And the Is this
0: Hooters Are you gonna give I, me Some I, buffalo was also chicken like she,
1: Yeah she did have Like large boobs But like she also Was just wearing an outfit And this was like she, yeah Like she, a normal outfit <laughs> (laughs) like and yeah there was like a button down like I'm sorry she didn't wear like a turtleneck but it was just like funny because it's not she wasn't wearing this wasn't like a club scene where she's like in a crop top and his behavior never would have been justified but it felt extra creepy because I was like this is like how some men just assume that women who are curvy are like Trying to be suggestive because they're curvy, like they're like oh, and it's like no, she's just wearing a shirt, and no, that's and all and, is. and I
0: mean that personally kind of annoys me as a very like big boobed person. Did I tell you that I feel like I might be coming a G, and I just hate it. Um, I do, I really hate it.
1: That that could be if you were ever going to rap, that could be a name of one of the songs because <laughs> it could be like a fun like pun. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> it's just like when you have like big boobs and like people are people are always projecting. What whatever feelings they have, whatever interaction that you have on your boobs, like y'all just give people's boobs sentience. And I just want you to, sometimes they are just there. And sometimes we don't even want them. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, totally. (laughs) Like
0: I never wanted
1: big boobs. Like I
0: didn't ask for this. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, that scene. Oh oh my God. And we haven't even gotten to um, Carrie Washington yet. So Carrie Washington is uh, a, like used to date a friend of his a friend that we later find out is Orlando Jones played by Orlando Jones in one scene. Yeah. <laughs> this
1: movie is full of just like people showing up for one scene. I know. I'm just like what? I feel like Chris Rock sent out like an email <laughs> and was like hey buddies you guys want to be in my movie? And they're all like yeah I'm only available for one day of shooting can I be in a scene? And he's like totally no problem." And so which
0: is it's so funny to me that I'm supposed to believe that, that we're supposed to live in a world where Orlando Jones... And Kerry Washington ever did anything together I'm just so funny to me It is a really funny couple And it's not even that like It's not even that That's not even me trying to get on Orlando Jones It's just weird Yeah, no, <laughs> like, it's just like their vibes it's, Yeah, their vibes it's are It's fully a vibes situation Yeah, it just seems like one of those Like it would just It just seems like the only kind of coupling That you would see in a rom-com Where it's like nebbish guy And yeah. sultry
1: Like, yeah Especially um, her in this movie, her in this. So she's Carrie so Washi- dialed up.
0: Kerry Washington in this movie is entirely too much. She's doing too she much is, in every. She is
1: no act. Like she's not an actual person. No, like, oh. at all. No, like
0: she's just like I just feel like there should be like a maraschino cherry constantly coming out of her mouth. Oh like yeah, she no, just she opens her like mouth spiritually just, just like
1: has like a lollipop that she's like tonguing at all <laughs> times. Like that is fully divine. like
0: this woman. This woman, like I don't. Who is this? Who acts like this?
1: Who who does it? Do you yeah, know I, anyone that acts like this? No.
0: She just And like the achieved. only people
1: that I knew who ever acted kind of like this were, like, 21 at the time. And she's supposed to be in her 30s.
0: Yeah, she's supposed to be 32. Yeah. And I'm just like, 32? Girl, I'm tired of acting this way, and I'm 26. Like, exactly. I don't even... Like-
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's, like, real dialed up. Like, she- it's very, like... Yeah, she's like oops, I dropped something. <laughs> it's just <laughs> What? What are you talking about? Nothing's going I'm on. I'm honestly
0: surprised that there just wasn't like a cartoon wolf following her around. Yeah, that was, no, like- <laughs> was Yeah, it was like very
1: Jessica Rabbit. Um <laughs> and uh it was like like at first I was almost amused because it was funny because obviously like more recent Carrie Washington roles are so different than this. Um like you know, this is definitely a far cry from confirmation, you know, or or even or scandal, of course. Yeah, but uh, but then I was quickly like, oh god, I hate this trope. And I this is yeah, just so exhausting. This
0: oh, this character is so fucking. Exhausting. I hate her. <laughs>
1: I'm yeah, so no, sorry. Yeah, no, I can't. And and it does suck. That like,
0: I'm like, like as the like, movie goes on, you just hate her more because you're just like, why is she here? Why is she
1: still and here? characters, like, yeah, she's just like overtly a manipulator. Like, she isn't a manip. She is a manipulator, um and yeah. And it's, just, yeah,
0: it's really unfortunate Because I don't want to like Watch a movie With like a female character And like be like Oh no I this. don't like
1: it When it makes me Dislike the fe- But one it of the really made me Not like her But I like really her. didn't like her And there was
0: nothing That really mm-hmm. made it better Like it just The longer she was in it The more that I was just like The more that I was annoyed with her And also the more That I was annoyed with him For continuing to mess with her Well yeah
1: Because they didn't humanize her At not any point. at all I only And 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 they never really gave much context to their relationship like obviously she dated his friend but it didn't there was nothing it didn't there make sense for why us she was going to be there all why the time. she would be there all the time like besides some sort of sexual attraction like or desire to t- control him. coming into his job yeah. like over and over like, like, like if like they had been like part of the same college group and like been really good friends for 5 years This would have still been completely inappropriate, but there would have been context. It is wild how
0: much (laughs) she comes to his job. It is wild. Wild Like I've never The boldness I couldn't Like what Like even on Mad Men Women weren't that bold Like she'll like Leave you a message Or like come by But she's oh, not yeah. gonna hang around the office What are we and doing? And she'll just roll in the
1: office And like sit there And wait for his lunch And the secretaries will stare at, him, at, at her And like That was a whole thing And then and we're I was supposed
0: to like, be mad At the secretaries For being like they, but They're they mad know, on behalf of Gina well, Torres Well that was the thing
1: My take was like I felt like the movie The gaze of the movie Tried to make it seem like the secretaries are like jealous or like they don't like Carrie no, Washington because like, she's hot. And I was like, no, I think they just know that Chris Rock is married to Gina Torres and they're, s- they're protective of her because they're like, because Nicole, because they're women and they care. And like, and Gina Torres is great and there's no reason they know her. Like, they probably met her at like company lunches or thing, dinners and or like, things. Oh, she and was just so like, lovely. she's lovely. Yeah. Why is he hanging out with? this young woman who's like like what is going on like yeah it just doesn't like why uh, you know i it's
0: so it's so disrespectful though his behavior is disrespectful her behavior is disrespectful and at no point do i feel like she never apologized like i wish that there was a scene where she just like even like on the phone was just like i'm so sorry gina torres like this is just because it was just like they didn't even fuck so it was just like a waste he was just like wasting his time and therefore wasting his
1: wife's time by proxy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like, I mean, this whole movie <laughs> is basically like, as we said, there's the whole thing. They don't have sex. Gina Torres is always tired. But like in the movie, in the voiceover, he consistently says like, I love her. She's great. Like he actually never says anything bad Nothing. about her except the fact that they have sex. And as we said, she's fantastic. And her character is like really great. Like she's, yeah. They like the movie doesn't even make her do the nagging wife trope, which I hate and is so misogynistic. Um, yeah. It doesn't even make her do that, which makes it all even weirder. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because we're still supposed to somehow like empathize with Chris Rock mm-hmm. but also the movie is self-aware enough to be like yeah I know it's wrong like yeah. I don't know, it, it's so much just like this internal struggle and there's really not much to struggle about. Um, nothing,
0: really, because they don't, there's nothing between them. The only thing is, is that he wants to have sex with her. But like, it's not that they have a lot... And the and the show really tries to... One of the most... Uh, the show, the movie. <laughs> one of the things that annoys me the most about this movie is uh, Nigga Ears. Oh, yes. I'm so sorry. But this idea that like, okay... So he listens to like mainly like hip hop and R&B and jazz. And she's just like, so Kerry Washington is just like, oh, you have nigga ears. And then like introduces him to I wasn't one of the albums like a killer's
1: album. She introduced him to the Foo Fighters, the Foo Fighters. That was it. Oh yeah, it was. was It was was just the Foo Fighters. That was the only. Well, that was the only musical artist that they named, and then they kept playing it. Yeah, they kept on playing this, this, which is like hilarious to me because I was like. That was hilarious to me because I was like, if the concept that she's presenting is that he doesn't like good white music, then she also outed herself because like there's actually good music by white artists and it's not the Foo Fighters. Sorry. Yeah. Like, what? Like, like, yeah, it was just like this like, one. shit tons of white artists and he picked the Foo Fighters? I'm offended. <laughs> it was just like
0: one art and it was just like, ti- and it was that one song, Tired of You. Yeah. And it was just like over and over and over again. And it was just like. Uh, it's, it's, it's really annoying Because I know for a fact That for example Chris Rock really loves No Doubt So like why not well, yeah, like, Play some No Doubt music that's
1: good. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I, lo- to I love Foo that Fighters. you're just
0: like openly shitting on the Foo Fighters. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's just like <laughs> mediocre, you know? It's like, like if you're going to like, like, really, like, yeah, no wonder he didn't listen to white people. I'm, I'm, if he thought the Foo Fighters were the only person. I'm so available. happy that you're
0: the one doing this <laughs> like, shit, talking uh, to the Foo Fighters and yeah, not me. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Like, I mean, I grew up in Seattle, which is like white music topia, you know? So, like, <laughs> <laughs> just, like, there's good stuff, and it's not the Foo Fighters. The if Foo you're going to listen to white people, don't waste your time with the Foo Fighters. Or yeah. just or just don't listen to white people. That's fine, too. What, That's r- an option. Also,
0: like, w- the thing that really gets me about this, like, nigga ears thing is that
1: later he, like, puts it on his wife. And I'm just like, he knows oh, that. He, yes. he not only, like. <laughs> he acts like she's a dead weight and then also blames his taste on her, which outs him as, like. A dead weight. It's 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 wild because like he also,
0: um <laughs> the thing that they, the thing that's like the wildest about it is that he um <laughs> He gets rid of her CDs in the car. Like she comes out, she's just like, where are all my CDs in the car? And he's just like, you know, honey, you got some nigga ears. No, that's not an answer to the question. The The answer is, is that you moved her motherfucking CDs. It's a car that she drives, put her CDs back in the fucking car. What are yeah, you doing? What? And literally she named
1: Beyonce <laughs> as one of the artists. I'm like, okay, come on. You know that Carrie Washington listens to Beyonce and like, most white people also Like so that was weird too I was yes. like <laughs> I don't know It yeah. wasn't like Oh I moved your Kirk Franklin CD You know <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> It was so Yeah um, Yeah
0: It's it, it, it's wild and then of course she gives him like a talk about like you know don't talk that way around the kids and you know that's your mileage may vary how you want to parent black families whether or not you want that word to be in the house or not be in the house but I do think that the way that he used it at her was not okay
1: and then it no, was just like, it was like really <laughs> offensive like I don't know it was just really demeaning to her in a lot of ways it was like you have bad taste it's and I'm gonna like, racialize it and I'm gonna make it this thing
0: yeah like it's just like maybe she just likes her music like why couldn't you just be like hey honey have you considered I guess the Foo Fighters like I would have loved that there was a scene <laughs> hey honey have you listened to the Foo Fighters <laughs> I would love it and, yeah, okay, you know what would be fucking fantastic is that if There's he a like scene
1: if- where Chris Rock plays Foo Fighters for Gina Torres yes
0: that's a missing scene in this movie, okay? That is so
1: funny. Because I, you know she wouldn't like it. Oh my and gosh, that she would if, just be like. <laughs> what if the movie ended with them listening to the Foo Fighters? Will they fuck? Oh my god. It's just them listening to Everlong. Incredible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> About it. Here for it. Oh
0: man. Yeah, it's. um mm. Yeah, the, the way that he treats her, because like uh, there's a scene later in the movie and we, we've been jumping around, but there's really not a lot of things to mention. She, she, He needs to go to a club to hang out with Kerry Washington and he's like, hey, what am I supposed to tell my wife? And then she just says, start a fight. And so his wife makes him dinner and he decides that he is going to start a fight about how they always eat chicken. And I was just like, and Your like, wife just made you a She just a made meal. you
1: a um, hot meal after she worked all day, which is, oh, guess what? The same amount of time as you worked, motherfucker. And then, and then he's like, she's like, you like chicken. And he's like, yeah, that's not the point. And he goes on this whole rant. And I was laughing during the rant because it was so like ridiculous, you know, but I was also mad at him for being mean to her. Cause I was like, this is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. It's just, oh my God. Because
1: you know, if the roles were reversed, if he made her chicken and she like yelled at him. He'd be like, "I don't. I make her chicken, and she's mad at
0: me. <laughs> she you know uh, she she said it wasn't feeling, seasoned enough. Like, Whatever. I, I put the know. chicken in the like, oven. Why don't
1: she have sex with me? And I don't know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like it's just like Chris Rock is too funny for this movie, in my opinion. It like and like. Um, Gina Torres is too good for this movie. And oh, you
0: know who's also very it's weird, weird in this to see Carrie
1: Washington like lick a lollipop metaphorically for like an hour and a half. So,
0: uh, Steve
1: Buscemi in this movie. Oh my gosh, can we talk about how he's a bro? He's just like, and he's, he's such a not
0: a convincing bro. Like, I, know, I don't believe so that funny. Steve Buscemi like, is like this at all. I don't think he all. believes
1: himself either. Like, there's even one, like, one of his lines is like, I know I don't look like it, but I fuck well. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's, I was also like, I've kind of always assumed he fucked well. He's always just using
0: the word bitches a lot. Just hearing he is, Steve yeah, Buscemi say he bitches he uses, is
1: very... He uses <laughs> bitches a lot. <laughs> what? He's like, yeah, I got a bitch. He said he also calls Chris Rock Captain Save-A-Ho at one point. That almost broke me. I don't. I, I screamed. I was I, like, this ha- just happened. That was so.
0: Yeah. that, that I couldn't
1: <laughs> imagine it. It was quite a lot. It was quite a lot. Yeah, he's and and like Steve Buscemi's whole thing is like he they work together at the office and Steve Buscemi cheats on his wife and he's like you know the classic trope of the corporate guy who, I guess cheats on his wife. I guess that's the extent of the trope. Um, and he uses Viagra so that he can quote fuck like a porn star end quote. And at one point he suggests, <laughs> um he assumes he assumes the whole time that Chris Rock is sleeping with Kerry Washington since they keep having all these lunches together and they have yeah. this like emotional affair and Chris Rock like kind of denies it, but also just like kind of just listens to Steve Buscemi. And so Steve Buscemi at one point when Chris Rock gets in a fight with Gina Torres, Chris, uh, Steve Buscemi's like, you should take some Viagra and like have sex with her really good. And so he takes Viagra before like a date night, but then she's tired and she goes to sleep and then he just has a boner for four hours. <laughs> it is
0: fantastic. And also the, the EMT that like saves his life is played by Justina Machado from One Day at a Time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and she's like, okay, so I'm just going to have to remove a little blood. It won't hurt. And he's like, no. And, like, like yes, dick, and really is like, And, like, Gina Torres is there, and she's like, it's okay. And, like, and there's this moment where he's on the phone with Steve Buscemi. He calls Steve Buscemi at 3 a.m. Because Gina Torres is asleep at this point. And he's like, I took the Viagra, but my dick's been hard for four hours. And Steve Buscemi's like, what's the problem? <laughs> like, Come on and, and then he's And Chris Rock's like I don't know what to do And then And uh Gina Torres hears it And she thinks that Chris Rock mm-hmm. is talking To a woman that he's Sleeping with yep. And then she realizes It's Steve Buscemi And Wacky. then she thinks They're sleeping together And then And then uh, they get In the squad car This
0: Oh a thing that we Skipped
1: over Is that The
0: whole time Um Kerry Washington Is Is living with this guy Named Teddy I believe teddy and she played like, by
1: michael k williams no that's
0: the weirdest thing like the the <laughs> finding out that teddy is played by michael k williams is the weirdest thing ever because once again i couldn't imagine those two people fucking but it's also just like and they so also strange just, like, i felt like
1: they just took him straight from the wire like they just like transplanted him i mean like he's not omar because omar is gay but like he is like like, he's still a wire character in this movie, and this movie doesn't make sense for it.
0: And also, when okay, so Chris Rock is the one that is in the wrong. That is Teddy's home. When the police come, they beat up Teddy. And instead of helping him, him and Kerry Washington leave. And I'm sorry, like, I know this is a comedy, but just like, as a black person, watching them do that, it made me not care what happened to them after that. He's getting beaten by the police and you're just leaving the scene. I was so mad. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, no, I totally. Felt, I felt a type of way about it. I really didn't like well, it. It made me not like the
1: character. Well, because they also like broke into his home. It's not it was very much it was obvious that like Carrie lived with him, but it wasn't her place anymore. They broke up. She brings this other man to break in with her and then like yeah, of course Teddy overreacted, like you know, but I mean, it's also just
0: like, where did these cops come from? Who called them?
1: Yeah. it was very, I don't know. and it it very, like, I don't know. It otherized him. It made him like this bad dude. Well, there's and, like, also, there's also like, there's, weird, like, this weird respectability politic. I don't but know. It's kind it's of like...
0: running through this entire movie. Cause you know, then there's remember the elevator scene with the, with the guy that's like rapping and talking about like how he doesn't like the crackers. And then
1: like, yeah. And he's like a food delivery guy. And then Chris Rock has like a suit on. He just like hides in the back. Like he just likes, sli- and all the other white people are looking at Chris Rock trying to
0: see how he'll react. And he's just like, no, Nope, I don't know nope, him I don't know nope, him No nope, no nope. no no and it's just like so, like, when you pair that with the Teddy scene, it's just like, okay, well, this is a person who thinks that he's better than other people.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's just, like, so, it's, like, really over the top. It,
0: yeah, it's it's really unnecessary. And it just didn't need to be there. Like, we didn't need to see a black man get beaten by the police in this movie. Like, no. it doesn't add anything. No. It doesn't make sense. There's no, we don't
1: know anything <laughs> about Teddy except that he's a club promoter and he dated Kerry Washington's character. That's all we know. That's all we know. He no. had a place in D.C. in New York, and they broke up. And now, like, and we're supposed to just be like, "Oh well, fuck you know, him, fuck like, his life." Like, yeah, like he's mad because people were in his apartment. That makes total sense. And given carrie Washington's behavior in this whole movie, you don't know what went on with them. And it's but also she's just obviously like, like her character. Again, I hate that she's written this way, but her character is like super manipulative user type you know so not trustworthy not trustworthy at all so the fact that he's like why is this guy here like i'm like well i don't know what she pulled before you know yeah um
0: and because she says that their breakup has to do with him falling asleep during sex but we don't know if that's actually the case
1: that's also such a weird reason to break up Yeah, I mean, it's very hard to know
0: what she wants, because it seems like the movie wants us to believe that she's a romantic and romance and youth and sexuality are all together. And so when you're a romantic, you also like act like a young person and you also want to fuck everything. And I'm just like, no, not not really. (laughs) Uh, No,
1: a lot of the most romantic people I know are out there less because they're like, I don't have energy (laughs) unless it's like, you know.
0: And then, like, it's, yeah, uh, so during this whole thing, he um he there was this, this a, like a work meeting, and we've got Richard Gilmore from Gilmore Girls rest in peace there. And they're all just like kind of waiting. And then he um almost loses his job. And then Richard Gilmore, like gives maybe the most misogynistic line of the movie, which is, you lose a lot of money chasing women, but you'll never lose women chasing money,
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's so many It's so funny because there's so many misogynistic lines in this movie that that just kind of went down with all of them. Oh oh my god, yeah. Um, Also, when he's when
0: he's at the when he's at the club, because what he makes he said does the fight about the chicken. Then he goes to the club to meet Carrie Washington. Carrie Washington never shows up. While he's there, he runs into um, Taina and girl from Happy Endings, and he also runs into Eva Marcel from. um, America's next top model Who just like Plays Happens Carrie Watson. there
1: She's just like Her friend <laughs> And uh, so Yeah and, and, and it's so funny That in this movie We are supposed to believe That Saks employees Remembered a guy They picked a shirt for And are like Oh my gosh Hi Yeah Because like, they didn't so even nice. Have an extended exchange In that scene They were just like You look good and green So it's funny That they're like oh, That guy that looks good and green Let's go talk to him But they do And they're so nice Yeah and they're like Do you want to go smoke with
0: and then after that whole thing, like after all the stuff with the EMT and them being stood up and everything, he's angry and he just like starts calling women sluts. Like just his in his voiceover, it's just like, Ugh, just look at this bitch. Look at this slut. And I'm just like Why are you mad at them for your terrible actions? You did this. You took the Viagra. You went to go to a club. You picked your fight with your wife and, like, ignored a hot meal to, like, go to a crowded place that had no food and probably, like, you had to pay a cover charge to go in. Like, this was you. Exactly. (sighs) It's just... And then when he finally (sighs) meets Kerry Washington for for those last couple scenes, I... Was so angry at this point because one, she decides to get engaged to Wendell Pierce. She does this because she is thirty-two and she doesn't want to be the old woman in the club anymore. And she basically is just like, "Oh, men don't want to fuck me on sight anymore, so I guess." Also, this like means- talk about
1: couples that you can't imagine: Wendell Pierce and Carrie Washington. No, <laughs> like what? What? Never. I don't. I what?
0: <laughs> Like, like, just seeing them stand next to each
1: other was like, I was no, like, stop. Do they this. even talk on set? Like, no, <laughs> like, it's no, Does it's, it just like, and again, this isn't about like attractiveness or or age, even it's just about like their energy, vibes their, and their, their like, vibes. I, what would they talk about?
0: Nothing. Um, and so basically, she's like, well you wouldn't have sex with me so i guess i just have to marry whatever guy because i'm 32 which i love that 32 is considered the old bitch in the club no it's not that's not actually true (laughs) i know like i go like a lot of the people like when i go to the when i go dancing or whatever the women that are really getting down are the people that are in their 30s because they're not sitting around in their 20s trying to like impress a man
1: Right, they're out at the club. They are
0: actually dancing. They came to dance. They have things to do.
1: Exactly. They like. I got to go to work tomorrow, <laughs> so I'm gonna dance now so I can enjoy this. And like then, I like, feel like 32
0: is when you start to enjoy the club. Yeah, you're
1: comfortable with yourself. You're com- you know who you are. Like you. Yeah, you're you're not messing with hopefully not messing with as you're many not just nonsense like, people. You know, I
0: can't name the number of times where I was at a fun place and I had less fun because I was like chasing down some woman or some man that was like being like uh like you know being unattainable and like my friends are like, hey, we want to dance, and I'm just like, but no, but this person, like, never mind all of the people
1: around me. Never what about mind this one? All my person? friends <laughs> that love me. What about this one? person? bad person that makes (laughs) me feel bad yeah and it's like yeah and that's i mean that's obviously something that can happen at any age but i do think that that being in your 20s is marked by a lot of that and so yeah that i mean just the whole like 32 is old is such a trope Um, yeah
0: and just the idea that like she's settling because like she's acting like he told her to do it
1: well yeah she does kind of uh, present that information in a way that feels manipulative because she's like, I'm doing what you did. And the whole time, this this also bothered me, the whole time she keeps asking him if he has sex with his wife, which is an inappropriate question. Yep. Um, And he's like, I'm not answering. And she projects all this stuff onto his marriage that's not necessarily there. Like She's like, yep. you're unhappy, you're with her, you're not in love with her. And she does that in multiple conversations. Yep. And the way the movie presents it is that she's tapping into some truth and he's uncomfortable with it. But I'm really like, no, she's really not. Like they have problems with their sex life that they need to figure out. But they're all very fixable. But They're very fixable and they do love each other. And like, she's being really inappropriate and like, honestly, really disrespectful to Gina Torres by like, Projecting all these stereotypes onto her as like you know the wife type or whatever.
0: Yeah, especially because it's Gina Torres. You know you can put like a, you can put a mom shirt on her and some and some high waisted jeans. She's still fucking Gina Torres. Yeah, like that's never going to stop.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: and so she's then she's like, well, he's like, what about being happy? And she's like, well, we could be happy, but you you had to do this and so there's so she just like tries to meet him for sex one more time even after after the wendell pierce meeting and then he goes and he gets so close to sex that i was yeah so, so mad this at whole him. movie
1: they haven't had sex they've just gone to lunch and she's had him do errands for him she's had him uh she being carrie washington of course and then chris rock she's had chris rock like move stuff from her apartment or or do errands with her, but they've never had sex. And then when she shows up with Wendell Pierce, she tells Chris Rock she thinks they could be happy together right now that she's engaged and he's still married. And then she proposes they have sex and they meet up. And I'm like, what? I thought you guys understood that you weren't going to give in to these feelings. So then he meets up for sex with her. And this like cracked me up. Like he comes in the door and she's shaving her legs. Mm -hmm. I think it's so funny in movies when it's like supposed to be sexy that a woman's shaving her leg. I'm like, where's the blood? (laughs) (laughs) Where's the patch of hair she missed? (laughs) Um...
0: I have i I don't shave my legs because hair does not grow on my legs. Yeah, <laughs> but like it seems terrifying. Whenever I consider it, I'm just
1: like, well, I'm glad yeah, that you don't this- have any hair. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't but I, like- I run pretty hairy. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's not sexy. I mean, I'm no. not it's not gross or shameful, but it's not a sexy activity. And like I mean, uh- it's shaving. So
0: they're about to have sex and then he catches a glimpse of himself in the mirror. And I'm just like, really, this is the first time that you've really looked at how much of a clown you've been. Like, yeah, look at the clown. he
1: sees himself like pulling the tie over his head, and then he stops and is like, has that moment of like, I can't do this. And then Carrie Washington's like, what? And I'm just like, oh, Carrie, why? And then he goes home, and there's like the voiceover that's like. Basically, long story short, the voiceover is like, you know, you can't choose who you love, but you can choose how you love them. And like, I realize like I, you know, I still love my wife and I need to like figure this out. Um, and then he has a talk with Gina Torres, but they like there's R&B playing and they're like singing to each other.
0: <laughs> OK, so, yeah, the end it ends in like a musical number. And. um <sighs> Gina Torres is a a great actress in most respects, but between the two of them, this musical number does
1: not work for me. No, I was laughing though because it didn't work. It really didn't work. (laughs) So I guess in that sense, it did provide comedy. (laughs) I was like, huh? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they, they basically just sing to each other about their marital problems and like, they talk about missing each other and how like, you know, is it too late to get this back? And um, and then they end up having sex. We don't see it, but it's implied. Um, and that's pretty much the end of the movie. Like, it's never really, like, we don't know if Carrie Washington went ahead and married Wendell Pierce.
0: Yeah. I mean, who knows? It, yeah. You know, this, this movie felt a lot like, like a comedy rendition of like Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> because i don't know have you have you ever seen
1: eyes wide Shut? i have i don't agree (laughs) they're
0: so different (laughs) i know that they're super different in a lot of ways but i think that like in general because like okay one of the most striking things to me about eyes wide Shut is that tom cruise goes on this whole like whatever only to realize that he should just go home and he like almost like dies and gets in all this trouble meanwhile like nicole kidman is at home just fantasizing about a guy like not getting herself in any trouble any danger she's just fantasizing about a guy i feel like on the other side of this movie gina torres is just like fantasy fantasizing about the sex that she could have had but she's not talking to anybody and like and then he comes home and she's just like we should just have sex, which is like the ending line of eyes wide shut. He's just like where Tom Cruise is like, Oh, what do you think we should do? And she's just like, is in Nicole Kidman is like, isn't it obvious we should fuck. And then the movie ends and I'm just like, I just,
1: how <laughs> many, how many movies are there about married <laughs> people that need to fuck? So many. Yeah. It's just there like There's so many movies where that is the whole plot. It's just like, we love each other, but now we don't have sex. And it sucks I
0: mean and that's why (laughs) I think that that's part of the reason Why Eyes Wide Shed is so great Because like Nicole Kidman's just like It just She's just like We should fuck And it's like the most obvious Yeah like like None of this could have happened She essentially (laughs) says
1: What we all have been thinking The whole movie (laughs) Like You did not need to join a cult Like Yeah Get all these like rich. I love that. I love that. I could. I was. I was was thinking about
0: eyes wide shut the entire time because that's how my brain works. I mean, I
1: like that about your brain. (laughs) I just feel like the way that I just feel like this storyline is present in a lot of movies, and so I wouldn't connect these two necessarily. But but I understand what you're saying because it is that same thing of like this person going on this whole journey rather than communicating because like it's implied in this movie that Chris Rock is communicating about wanting sex, but he's doing it in the worst way possible he's doing it in passive aggressive comments about her underwear or like can we have sex right now like rather, why not just say, why not to say like you're beautiful having an adult talk and being like i love you and i want you like how do you feel what's up like, 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 like that's really what i like, feel like yeah she would have just... responded to that she would have been like I love you too But I feel frustrated About these things Or like I am so tired Can you do some of the work So I have a little more energy You know Oh
0: my god Yeah Yeah Just be like You know what You know what's really sexy guys Just do Do the laundry Do Yeah Contribute Like there's nothing sexier Than just like Watching Kyle Wash the dishes Like I'm just like Wow
1: Yeah Totally <laughs> He's
0: doing it Like fantastic
1: Yeah Exactly <sighs> Cause nothing like cleaning up someone's shit like for the 80th time to make you not like to 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 kill the glamour, <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, this movie, you know, it fits for the podcast. It is a bad romance. Yes. Um. Wait, are you gonna suggest w- eyes wide shut as yes. the antidote? Um, <laughs> 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 yeah. What's yours? Um. <laughs> That's the problem is I'm like. Movies like this generally suck. Yeah, I think that is the problem is that most of them do suck. So I guess if we were going to look at another one. I mean, we've already put Eyes Wide Shut out there. Yeah. So if I think of something else, (laughs) I'll put it in the newsletter. But Eyes Wide
0: Shut, yes. Yeah, sure. Let's let's do a wild card. You know, enjoy enjoy a, a Kubrick, a good Kubrick film. One of the most like easiest to watch Kubrick films in terms of like You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do. (laughs) I do,
1: absolutely. And, like, you can just, you know, if you want Chris Rock time, just watch some of his comedy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, just, yeah, just, like, watch Top 5. Yeah. (laughs) um, You don't need to spend time with him in this movie. Nope, nope, nope. Um, So... Should we announce anything or anything Or should we just Well like
1: we have a live show we've yeah. been announcing Yeah and, we've been announcing it um, Tickets I'm gonna are put, on sale I think I'll, Yeah and I'm going to put the link for the tickets In our um Instagram so that it'll just be Living there the next few weeks Um, I'll also be promoting it From my personal social media but I'll put it In our Instagram so you guys can just go there To the Bad Romance Podcast Instagram And buy them We'll be promoting them from all of our accounts It's $10 per ticket but if you enter in the promo code bad romance it's five dollars our show is at 7 p.m june 23rd the sunday um at uh saint mark's uh theater which is in the lower east side in new york doors will be at six and we are gonna watch just like heaven and do some jokes and have a great time so you should come hang out
0: Yes, you should come hang out, you know, and, and uh, drink water, be good to each other, be yeah. nice to your friends, be, be nice to your pies. partners, like have have the conversations that you need to have. Don't If
1: you and your partner have not been having sex and you have not had a real conversation and you're holding resentment, go have that conversation. Go if have that conversation. If you take anything from this episode, just have it in an adult way, in a yeah. vulnerable way and mm. go for it, you know. Yeah. I'm Bronwyn Isaac. I'm Jordane Searles. Bye. Bye.
0: Oh yeah, back it up, back it up Let's dump this truck Oh yeah, back it up, back it up Uh, Oh yeah, let's dump this truck Baby